the mic's hot. Yes. The mics oh, are wow. live. Everybody Woo. vote. Give me a pen. pen. Give me a pen. I need a pen. Lobo. I wasn't unsure about this before, but is this your movie? Sure. Wow. That's what you're giving me? Sure. Yeah. You're sure. sure? Pete, I know this isn't your movie. I'll be 100% honest with you. I don't even suspect you at this point. Hmm. And you're just going to lie to me anyway. Hmm. Dan. What? I was like a hundo on you. Do you see Cam? Yeah. Literally. What am I, 50 years old? Literally, yes. Internally, yeah. You were talking Maybe. about how you like going to bed at 9.30. I have to. I get sleepy. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. You know what? Lobo. Hopefully, start, I'm not mad. Start the timer, Lobo. I'm looking at a bunch of zeros. But there's going to be a point in this where I'm either going to be like, oh, okay, good, or I'm going to be real oh, angry. Dude, the other day, I was at a fucking outdoor mall, and uh, I went to go use the restroom, slapping white stick and stickers everywhere. Mm-hmm. I leave the restroom. I'm walking around, locking eyes with a couple babes. Now I feel like I'm fucking Spider-Man 3. I'm out here like <laughs> doing the moves. I'm like, finger boy, gunning. you boys out here. Chicks are checking me out. Look at me. I'm a fucking stud. And then I feel a breeze on my nuts. And I'm like, why are my nuts breezy? My zips zipper. down. Everyone's just looking at you. Oh, Everyone's I thought like the bubble gum was out. No, no, no. <laughs> my me undies are probably sticking out. But I was like, here I am looking like a fucking dork with my zip all the yeah, way down. Yeah, I forgot you were underwear. Oh, my God. Could now, you imagine your real nuts quick, just out on the streets? Because obviously some oh, chicks noticed happened. because they were, I thought, checking me out. But clearly they were like, pull your fucking fly out. got a license to sell hot dogs. Now, sh- <laughs> should there be... <laughs> A fucking guy code where you're like, yo, dude, your flies now. I mean, oh, yes. Yeah. No, I yeah, do. I've had, I've had that. You yeah. told dudes to pull up their flies or they Both told ways. you? Not randos. Pause. Yeah. Well, it had to be a rando. I'm saying like if I'm at the mall and my zip's yeah. down and some random dude's next to me, like, yo, bro, your flies down. I've had that happen to me. I've had that happen to me, too. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm. weird, you don't think? I mean, we I've noticed my phone nah. was down, but I've never We had need a to look out for each other. I'm like, you're looking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the same thing as someone being like, are your backpacks open? Oh, yeah. I'm more. Exactly. I, I'm more, a little bit different because it's your dick. I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. more apt to tell someone their backpack is open than I am to be like, "Sir, your dick is out." <laughs> but I feel like your flies down implies that you were your looking at their dick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Then it turns into like a Buffalo '66. Get your face out of my pants. <clears throat> I don't know. And only, you don't want to be screaming F bombs. Only in the if lobby someone's like, <laughs> right. "It's just so big." I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. My thing is, and then this morning, oh, that's what made me think about this situation at the mall. This Stop morning, I know. To people at the mall. Oh this God. morning, I'm walking to work and I'm fucking like whistling on my fucking way here, and I'm like, Balls my out. nuts are breezy again. <laughs> Balls fucking out. flies down, and now I'm trying to fix my fly with my duffel bag in one hand. It was a fucking mess. I was embarrassed. Right, Dan, I'm gonna tell you a secret here because obviously your fly seems to be malfunctioning always, multiple times. You're gonna Get put the a button fly. No, no, no. no gonna, well, yeah, that's, that's a disaster. That's an easy fix. But you're gonna take a key ring and you're gonna loop it into the hole of your zipper of your zipper, and then you're gonna put it in the button. No, that's crazy, baby. You don't have to worry about a fly ever going down ever again. I'll in your just life. try and be more mindful. It's a lot of science. What a science. Yeah, I'm yeah. To, I'll tie a string around my finger. Listen, as somebody whose nuts will hang out if their zipper's down, maybe I'll tie sure a string around my dick so I remember. <laughs> oh my god, give us some music. <laughs> Where is stick it? Alright, you know where it is. 
All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Where to Stick It podcast. I am one of your hosts, Pete, and with me as always... Mr. Jax. Lobo. Prospect. I knew it was either going to be Jackson T or <laughs> Mr. Jax. I'm glad it was Mr. Jax. Uh, today, we are doing the 16th of 20 movies. This could be someone's last movie. Could be someone's continuation. Yep. Uh, DC Cab is the mm. film. Um but before we get into the movie, uh, our last movie was Cruel Intentions, and Cruel Indeed were the scores. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this isn't this a visual point... podcast, but there is a lot happening visually what a good, right now. What a good palate cleanser we had this week. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, after the week that we've had, really just palling around, I had forgotten about it, but the wound is still there <laughs> and freshly forget. open. So now I'm going to enter this with a much different mindset. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> to be honest, because y'all bent me over a barrel. Prospect got caught with his fly down. I give you yeah. a 2.5. Oh, it's a generous and giving. It's more yeah. than they gave you. <laughs> I give you a 1.9. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> giving out the points of points, huh? Fresh two. Yeah. You act like we give you nothing. Um, speaking about giving things, folks, just to remind you all, uh, <laughs> head on over to our Instagram. Eventually, there's going to be a post there about a giveaway that we're there doing. There hasn't been yet. Hopefully, there's one by now. Have we been mentioning it the whole time? Every week. Since Equilibrium, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been there once. We're uh, making a post, people. We're checking it twice. It's going to get there. Maybe it's there now. We don't know. Uh, this could be years in the future. Um there's, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Uh, first prize is going to be a tattoo based on one of the movies we've watched from either myself or Lobo. Uh, yeah, Lobo's <laughs> myself or Prospect, yes. I mean, um, along with a signed copy of Torque. Yep. And then second prize is a gift pack from Third Eye Throwbacks and a $40 Fandango gift card. A thrift bundle of riches. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you know what? You should be following our Instagram anyway. If you're not, that's on you. Go over there. You could win a free tattoo or a bunch of cool retro 90s yeah, You're shit. also listening to us, so why wouldn't you, you cave person, go follow us? You do not have us. Instagram? What is this shit? <laughs> uh, so, yes, next movie is DC Cab. Take it away, Lobo. This one was released December 16th, 1983. It was directed by Joe Schumacher, starring Max Gale, Adam Baldwin, Mr. T, Gary Busey, and Charlie Barnett. Had a budget of $8 million, open to $1.5 million. Uh, total domestic and worldwide at $16.1 million. Oh, they made hey, their money we back. doubled up, baby! Double down on Mr. T. It came out in ninth place the weekend it came out, behind movies like Sudden Impact, mm. Scarface, oh, shit. Wow. Terms of Endearment, That's a big and movie. Two of a Kind. Scarf. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Wow. Sure. <laughs> so today the gang and I hop in the Wayback Machine and take a trip to the magical year of 1983. The place is Washington, D.C. Young Albert shows up in town and finds his dad's old nom buddy Harold, owner of the D.C. Cap Company. Albert wants nothing more than to be part of this group of scrappy ragtag hacks. This crew are underdogs of the Capital City Companies and constantly being harassed by the Emerald City Cabs and the Taxi Inspection Agency. After a famous violinist leaves his half-million-dollar instrument in one of the cabs, 
tabs, the crew has the opportunity to save the business. But old rivalries, a greedy wife, and general selfishness threaten it all. Throw in a well-timed kidnapping and the gang find themselves about to lose it all. Follow along for this wild ride featuring tons of familiar faces before they were stars, a whole lot of heart, and the power of the family you choose. And put it all together and you get today's feature. Packed with jokes you can't make in public anymore, DC Cab <laughs> is definitely the cure for the PC blues. I was nice. telling Pete they're actually remaking this movie. Mm. It's called, no, they are. It's not. called PC Cab. That's what it would be this oh, time. Okay. You can't do they any can't of the things. They can't fucking do this, this anymore. Movie. You can't. Well, you could. For the most part, it's not that bad. No. Yeah. It really is. Take out Gary Busey. Get, no, you, you leave him actually, in Actually, the crew is very diverse also. I see. It's, you put it's very real. I mean, it's very there. real. But I'm saying like there's like one of every culture in the fucking crew almost. It's a true Benetton. But this was DC in 83. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yes. had a guy named Bongo. Yep. Who was a Jamaican. From Ohio. From, from Ohio. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got like Paul Rodriguez, the comedian. Bill Maher. Bill, a Bill very, Love. very young Bill Maher. So Baba. weird seeing him in something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's Bill Maher back then. Yeah. Gets out yeah. and protests in front of the White House. Yeah. I, I wonder if that was mm-hmm. written into the movie or if that was part of who he was. Like that he was like, yo, I want to do that. I think he just that. happened to be in D.C. Be- because <laughs> honestly, like they don't, yeah. they don't really touch on that again. But that's his intro is him like getting out of the cab mm-hmm. to protest real yeah, quick right, and then right. jump back in like i wonder if that was actually in the script or if that was just like hey man i want my character to do this Mm -hmm. because his thing is he's a musician that's the other thing they touch on him later is that he's a musician and then that's it that's all you hear about that philosophizer very much so (laughs) very much so so it opens up with a bunch of these shitty cabs they're all beat up and rough looking looking. dog dick and the dudes are all basically they're playing manhunt with their cabs actually while wearing halloween (laughs) masks is that what they're doing i love that it opens with the perch (laughs) (laughs) opens crazy the very first shot they're lynching somebody some you think something crazy (laughs) about to go down i was gonna say the very first shot of the under cab that's such a good opening shot just to like get you into like what you're about to fucking Mm -hmm. see but yeah the manhunt in the beginning is hilarious it opens like a horror movie you're like oh some gary Busey's wearing that fucking like long blonde haired creepy mask with the cigarette it's a buffalo bill kind of situation Mm -hmm. that made it skin Mm -hmm. what are we in for currently the the barbarian brothers are dressed as like a monkey and a zombie all right folks i don't know if you know who these people are because i don't even think i was aware of them before i watched this movie they're these twin brothers who were actors for a time in the 80s and they're just like two meatheads the definition of prison bodies yeah Huge Dude, up top. They're yeah. fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Teeny tiny on the bottom. They did yeah, a yeah. thing on TV once where, because they were like a sensation for a little mm-hmm. bit of time. They were just two brothers. I think they're twins. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And they're just equally juiced to the gills jacked. And they did this thing where like both of them deadlifted like a thousand pounds together. It was a bar with a thousand and each of them grabbed half the bar and they together did like a deadlift or something like that. They did a lot of stupid things like that, the Barbarian Brothers. But they were like a little Dude, they had a movies. Huh? People watch it like that? Well, Hell yeah. it was it was around that time where Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger and, you know, Dude, yeah, Conan. Yeah. Even dressing like them mm. right now, I feel so jacked up. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I want to move shit <laughs> with my hands. Prospect and... is dressed as one of the Woo! Barbarian Brothers, and it's spot on. This might be one of your best costumes yet. Honestly, head to toe. I've kind of nailed it. But yeah, no, they had a few movies. They starred in a couple movies. Yeah, they did one movie where they were like legit barbarians. Yeah, it's called Barbarians. <laughs> and then I think and they did a couple of the others. twin sitters. Mm-hmm. There was like a, a, what was that Hulk movie where he's the nanny? Oh. Mr. Nanny? Oh, um, 
You mean I Vin Diesel movie? No. No. But that's Mr. Nanny, I think. Mr. Yeah, Mom yeah. is with, what's his name? Michael, Michael Keaton. Michael yeah, Keaton, I think it is. Excellent oh, movie. okay. Something like that. No, there was one where it was like he was he was like an alien. Suburban Commando? Oh, is that the one with yeah, the Undertaker? That's, that's the one with the aliens, I think. Yeah, Suburban yeah, yeah, Commando. yeah, yeah. All right, well, back to anyway. this one featuring a wrestler, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Um, so after their crazy game of... Cabbie, get the black guy. Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good scene. It was kind of funny. It was funny. So yeah. there's like this, the rollers. I dropped this, my roller. There's this montage of this kid trying to find the DC cab company, and these dudes all doing their thing, and he just kind of narrowly misses all of them. And you get a nice introduction to each character. Yeah. Each character gets like three oh. minutes, and it's like perfect. not even, but it's it's it's, it's it very well done. Who everybody yeah. is. It's in very the cool. first like ten minutes of the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even. It's a, it, it, this part moves very quickly. Yeah. Uh, d- dude, the Mr. T part, mm-hmm. he's driving this fucking white dude and a, and a black woman, and the black woman goes down on him. He throws them both out of the cab. Yes. And yes. just heater lines. No, she, she goes, he goes, why, why are you doing this? Why don't you get a real job? And she's like, I need the bread. He goes, get a job at a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic Mr. T. Dude, he is, we have the box here with us. He's on the back of the box. Yeah. In the front of the box, which is the poster for the movie, he is the 85% of the the poster is they, him. They make it seem like he's got the Everybody in the else yeah. is the size of like his shoe. And I feel like this be. was after the fact the movie came out because we said that he wasn't even so that after, big then. This is after Rocky Three, So this is This was peak, after Rocky. Yeah, oh, okay, this is okay. peak, peak Mr. T. I don't okay. think Mr. T was bigger right. than this fucking movie. This yeah, was this Rocky was Three was the year before. This Rocky was, Three was when, 82. When, when was A-Team? A-Team was live during this, I would think. Uh, no? I would say around this time, yeah. yeah so I would this say was, around this time. This was Rocky Three. This was A-Team. He was an entity at this point. for nothing. he was huge. Even Hulk Hogan blew up from Rocky Three. That yeah, was his big thing. Yeah, not for nothing. So eventually, this kid makes it. The kid Albert, he makes it there, and uh, we meet Harold with the crazy ass hair, who Lobo hated. <laughs> oh yeah, the boss. Stupid hair. <laughs> Listen, he looked, he looked ridiculous. When you're bald and like that, he looked ridiculous. But though. I mean, this is a different time. Like Came it was still Nam. acceptable to look like that. It's home from Nam, baby. It was never acceptable. You don't know how to act. <laughs> at least at a certain point, he was like, "Let me wear hats." If it was nothing, <laughs> it, it was real. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. definitely sold this group of like broke, scrappy cab drivers. Oh, yeah. oh you for know? sure. And um, he wears a bunch of Grateful Dead shit, so it's like, oh, yeah. you're holding on to yeah, the past, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. Good for you. So, young Albert was Harold's. Um, is the son of Harold's old non-buddy. Mm. So he comes to D.C. and he's like super psyched to see him and they're drinking and shit. He he's up from Podunk, Georgia. Oh, what was the name of the of the dispatcher chick? She was so hot. She was so hot. Oh, yeah, she was hot. Oh, her name her was like name? Gina or something. Yeah, name? yeah, what was her something name? Something Gifford. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea Gifford. We saw a picture of her now. Oh, so sad. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> like you so said. Sad. Let's hold on to the memory of her. <laughs> Let's just hope camp. she died in 84. Let's just hold on <laughs> oh, to that. Peter. Let's hold on to the belief <laughs> that after this movie came out, she just dropped dead oh, and stayed that beautiful forever. It. Ouch. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> She's still Oh, my there. God. He also meets... Um, Mr. Rhythm, who just slays this movie with dope one-liners. First one, off the rip, don't let your dick run your life. <laughs> Not only that. Don't we... let your dick run your life. Did we mentioned you don't Gary Busey? No, I know, but I'm saying, like, that's Hockenberry the first thing he says up. to somebody. That's like, the huh? first line he hits. Like, huh? Give me a quarter for that little bit of wisdom. Have you we yeah. mentioned Gary Busey yet? With how he he's has... just insane? He he's just himself. He's fucking 
bonkers. This dude. is who Gary Busey is. Yeah, he's this is before the nut. accident. This is before the giant veneers. He's just being full tilt. His first Gary scene Busey. in this movie, he's just like, "Yeah, we're heading over to one of the Edinburgh neighborhoods." It's like, dude. Yeah. Relax yourself. Oh, he's he's just being Gary Busey. So yeah. Hockenberry's yourself. like, ooh, I want to be a cab driver. It's the life for me. And Homeboy's living his full nom fantasy. Like, ooh, we're like best friends again. Playing with the flamethrower. Yeah. And his yeah. bitch wife, Myrna, She's ain't bitch. having none of it. Yeah. She's a bitch, but I don't know about you guys. I was kind of hoping we were going to see her naked. There was I was just, thinking oh, yeah. that, Loki. Oh, yeah, I kind of wanted to see her naked. But we got a lot of nakedness in this. Oh, that we, it's one scene, yeah. and it's it's more than enough. It's boops, perfect. Boops, boops, it boops. hits Oops. the boob quota and it comes it comes pretty mm-hmm. quick so yeah he's he's tells uh harold like you know hey i want to be i want to be a oh wait a minute so they're always getting harassed by this one taxi <laughs> oh, inspector Emerald cab no 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 no, 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 no. the inspector oh the inspector yeah so he rolls up on them and says that tyrone who in his initial introduction i'm like wow this is kind of racist. <laughs> yes. Crazy black dude. I, it, like over the top, almost like minstrel show. Yeah. I'm like, black and he's black and I'm black. It's yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to watch at first, but it they actually tie it into a very smart way. Um, but um, he charged some Japanese couple $195 oh, yes. for a $12 Dollar trip. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, they're making them pay up. This is funny, though, because, like, he's already paid out to everyone at this point. At this point, like... Uh, because he owes everybody money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They ask him, how'd you get so much money today? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's paying everyone mm-hmm. what he owes them. Don't worry about it, baby. But, like, the I'm inspector is insulting all of them. He's insulting Mr. T. He's insulting all these oh, yeah, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the black dude is like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with this guy. Samson. Samson. Mr. T is Samson. He reaches into his car. He puts his car in reverse when he's not looking. So when no, Mr. Gas, T pulls off the bumper. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's standing there holding his bumper. It's Tyrone reaches in and Tyrone. puts it in reverse. Yeah. He puts the car in reverse. So then this guy's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm out. And speeds out. But then hits into the hits Chinese the restaurant. Hits the Chinese restaurant across the street. Shatters the glass. And as Tyrone's walking by, makes the most racist face you can make at <laughs> yes. Asian people. Yo. He, and he's going like, ha 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 ha. Like oh, doing some oh, sound God. effects. It's the one scene that <laughs> it's is hilarious. Like, <laughs> I wish it was a visual yeah. podcast for that little bit. <laughs> Do you, YouTube it. <laughs> um... <clears throat> So yeah, now he's riding with everyone to to kind of get the rope. So like first he's with like Paul oh, Rodriguez. Oh, This yeah, is another introduction to each character to yeah. farther di- like dive into them. Right. I always like that dude Paul Rodriguez and everything. I liked him in this too. Mm-hmm. He's like the gigolo Hispanic yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. He's using the cab to try to find himself a rich lady. Smooth with mm-hmm. the ladies. Yep. He's not smooth with the ladies. No, he gets. It's he gets not sh- easy to be a man. What does he say? <laughs> That's yeah, his yeah. line. That's, That's his it. line. <laughs> um. Was it, he a comedian? Was he like a stand-up yeah, comedian? That was, was, yep. was that like his line as a stand-up comedian? I don't I assume think so. No, I was I think thinking that was just like thing. the swarthy. This is very. Latino. This is very early. Do you know what swarthy means? No, swarthy. Dark skin. Want to be swarthy? Really? Yes. No. Swarthy. Yes. Swarthy I thought means it was like, dark skin. That'd be swarthy. Schmoozy. No, swarthy means dark skin. I'm not going to use that. <laughs> I'm going to use that tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, then he's riding with. This is where he's riding with fucking Gary Busey. And they <laughs> they pick up this woman who immediately off the bat is just like changing in the back of the cab, like full on boobs out. Well, tells him I'm big, headed to a strip club. Yeah. Big fake boobs. <laughs> Before that, he goes, you have a nice fig on you. 
Oh, uh, some lady. random lady. Yeah, some random lady. lady gets out the car. And fully, she just <laughs> like, thank you no, so listen, much. You know what? That was suave. He said that yeah. so smooth. Yeah. He was like, ma'am, you have a beautiful figure. Like, it was, that was like, looking was at on her. The way out. Looking at her like he was going to eat her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gary Busey. But he said savage. it so sweetly. <laughs> Gary Busey looks like a kid who just like. Ate a beaver. Yeah, ate a beaver and then just became an adult. It's so weird. A beaver who became a man. Uh, yeah, he's so. Sh- <laughs> he got he's a so weird bowl haircut. Who was that you guy? You want to do some internal yoga? Who was that guy that had the very high pitched voice? Anthony Anderson or something like that? Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Oh, Louis. He kind of looks like Louis Anderson a little. He bit. looks like Louis Anderson's slimmer cousin who yeah. ate a beaver. Who yeah. was a beaver? Who and, was a beaver? And grew up. <laughs> and grew up. <laughs> he's fucking. In the, he's weird dude Gary Busey he's an enigma I wonder if he scored though. babes back in the day he had money he was a celebrity I'm sure he did sure. oh yeah he that did a lot of cocaine what is he most known for like sixes and sevens you know what I mean <laughs> what is Gary Busey most known for what Being was like Gary his Busey? thing Speed. 48 hours 48 hours yeah there were no, these movies called that. 48 hours oh, they were he about he was in those yes that was um. That's a Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, right? I'm trying to think. Like, what is Gary? Was he a was he in comedian? Speed? No, he wasn't. In speed. He's an actor. I'm trying to think. What was his thing? It clearly wasn't this. DCK. Well, he was in. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He was in um Point Break too. He's in. I mean, he's, he's in a lot a of things. shit. He's, 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 like he's, oh, he's in Under Siege. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he is. That's I've seen that. That's he dresses it. as a woman in that. That's yes, his does. breakthrough role. Ugh. Prospect, you love me. This drag. Ugh. Um. So yeah, he's wild. So they they take this stripper. She gyps them on part of the. Well, fair. she changes in the cab, and we get full on boob, and all oh, them yeah. are like, "Yo!" And then she goes. She pretty much is like, "That's my fair. Yeah. I'm out. They're You're welcome, fine." Fellas. For 80s implants. Well, implants. Yeah. yeah. Rock yeah. solid. So then she goes into- kind of pointing in different directions. She mm-hmm. goes into her mm-hmm. strip club job, and then uh, uh, Gary Busey tells him, he goes, listen, this is one of, the first, that fair, baby. This is one of the first things you're going to learn. Go get our money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes the in there, club. and we get like- 12 girls off the bat. Yeah. Showgirls. Just, just walking boops, by. Boops. Boops. Mm-hmm. Boops. All very nice. Yeah. All, I appreciated mm-hmm. all of it. So then she goes, hey, hon, like, you got to pay me my fare. And she was like, get out of here. Then she goes to the bouncer. This guy's trying to cop a field. This monster of a man. So then he gets thrown out. Fucking sure enough, lurch. Gary Busey storms in, finds her, grabs Dude, the tips so off of her waist on her G-string. And stretch. undoes the string. Grabs the whole underwear. string, runs out like a little kid, and then she comes grabs out. Grabs a bottle of champagne on the way out, too. <laughs> she oh, comes yeah. out full nude. Comes running out on the street. Muffin Muff out. Muffalo <laughs> sauce, baby. <laughs> T to B. Mm-hmm. Uh expose so yeah this is a great scene um oh so uh, this, this is goes such to an the... old <laughs> reference there is a show in the 80s called night court and the the uh female Bay black yeah. cab driver okay yeah, she yeah. was one of the main bailiffs at on the show hmm. um so she's always trying to quit because she keeps getting robbed by the same dude in a ski mask every day mm-hmm. every day and White she guy. ain't making no money and she's just pissed about it and nobody's doing anything to help her so like she keeps trying to quit what is she supposed to do when a gun is pointed well, in her face Lobo thought it was gary Busey at, at the beginning a little bit, i thought I so thought too so. and i, I feel like so everyone kind of thinks like because it's a white dude and like maybe it's like one of the white guys on the crew it was just the voice you kind of thinking you know right, he, right. i think he has blonde hair and you can kind of see it and so does gary Busey. Mm. so now he's not getting to know the guys and one of the things they do is something 
someone I know used to do. They all go and they hang out in front of the the female, you know, the the male strip club, mm-hmm. and wait for all the horny chicks to come out to give them rides and pick Real up quick, chicks. We- I legit know someone <laughs> who used to do this in in the eighties mm-hmm. and scored big. We have oh, to mention yeah. real quick. Good so they're all packed in front of this male strip club where it's ladies' night. All the cabs are lined up, and what's his name? Is like, what are we doing here? He goes, "Oh, hey, watch this." So then Gary Busey's just laughing. The barbarian brother goes, "Look, their fags." <laughs> then they jump on top of their cabs and do what the guys are yes. doing inside, outside, with yes. their clothes on. With yeah. their clothes. No, on. they all start stripping. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I love yeah, how yeah. they're like, "Those guys are gay. Let's do that out here real quick." It's like what? And all the horny women are like, "Yeah, let's go watch them." Let's These guys happen. are gay. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, make it happen. It. Meanwhile, Albert's developing a love interest with a 12-year-old, apparently. Well, real quick, what they did worked. They all picked up babes. Oh, no, that's, yeah. a, that's a solid we plan. Need to to the that. point where Mr. Al had like, not get a ride Like home. six in his car. Mm-hmm. But Tyrone's doing a whole jerk-off scene. He's having like a fucking seizure oh, yeah. on top of his cab. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yes. Uh, oh, so uh, we get the next uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rhythm line, oh. which is, if you can make it from dawn till night without committing suicide... You're doing okay. That's not a bad line. Hey. And we all that's, were like, "Wow, that's like the okay. that's like the the title to an emo album right there." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> not a bad line. that's a Fall Out Boy single if I've ever heard one. Yeah, that's a little peep single if I've ever. Heard I like one. when he rides around Mr. T, and then uh, this graffiti says "ghetto." Yeah, yeah. And then no, it no, it's not just Mr. graffiti. T. It's like a burner, Big like side. they like, like they fucking made it. Like, welcome to the ghetto. <laughs> yep. And we heard, baby. Chances oh, of being shot today. Mr. T, just everything he says is funny. And his he pulls outfits, up on a drug dealer. It's his delivery, man. It's his, it's his, his delivery. His yeah. outfits are wild. His Absolutely pastel. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's like mom It's not even yoga. t-shirts. He doesn't wear t-shirts. No. He cuts the sleeves off of sweatshirts. sweatshirts. And wears them as shirts. It's straight up yeah. 80s mom wild. yoga. Just with, with Mr. Belt. T. And he with wears a with belt. always belt. a random belt. The exercise belt. That's yeah. what it is. It's a weight belt. Mm-hmm. Weight belt. Like, every time. Oh, until he's wearing the fucking sleeveless white tuxedo yeah. at the end. You don't want to wear a weight belt <laughs> yeah. with a But he is wearing a black weight belt with that fucking <laughs> yes. tuxedo. Well, yeah, to dress appropriate, you know? Yeah. In case you got to go to a wedding <laughs> and then lift some weights. Um... He's always got to lift weights. Have you seen him? So everyone's kind of like in a hubbub in general, and they kind of miss the fact that Mr. Rhythm is playing this million-dollar violin. That's Half a that million. Half oh, a million-dollar yeah. so violin. So they go to the diner, and then that's when they break in uh, the inspector comes in and says, listen, have any of you guys picked up this guy in your cab? And everyone's like, ah, whatever, get out of here. And he's like, well, he lost a $500,000 violin and left it in one of your cabs. And so in diner explodes. That is seven. Tyrone jumps out the window. <laughs> he does jump out the window. And then he like, is convinced he has it and sure enough doesn't. And everyone's talking about what they're going to do with all this money. And then sure enough, nobody has it. But then, you know, next scene we find out the myth of rhythms playing like a fucking guitar in front mm-hmm. of the, uh, the DC cab place. We also have the setup of, so everyday Tyrone drives these two maids to their job at uh he's an ambassador or something what is he who oh, to the ambassador tyrone? dude's house you're right yeah oh, tyrone yeah, yeah. drops off these two maids the maids to the mm-hmm. this ambassador a nanny and a maid yeah and the little kids are little sons of bitches who throw eggs at people and think they're fucking cute mm-hmm. um and uh 
we this is where we kind of get the development on Tyrone's character mm-hmm. because like I said like he is kind of like over the top almost like cartoony black person and then we find out that it, it's it's just that it's an act he kind of is a smart dude but he knows that playing this persona makes people underestimate him and and mm. that works to his advantage well when he pulls off the rollers he looks <laughs> right. like a totally different person right he's got this crazy right, right. like oh just to dial back to the ambassador thing though every part of that situation is random as fuck oh yeah totally. there's a nun out front taking pictures and you're like which makes sense that? on the well later get there, yeah, 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 yeah. the second time around there's a big but she gets feel. hit with a fucking egg she gets egged fucking She's tired of it None of it is like, what is going on? How do you know these people? Anyway, DC's a two-block radius of a town, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, he, he finds out that Tyrone's whole thing is it's like this act that he does. And he's actually a really smart dude who just kind of... Oh, the kind of overwhelming theme of like the cab company is like, all these dudes are there and they're doing it, but no one really wants to be there. They like, all have aspirations. Yeah, they, they all, all have... more than that, they're all just kind of over they're it. They're kind of, they're kind of jaded. Yeah. Yeah. Like they none of them got into being a, a cab driver. They everyone got into being a cab driver to make ends meet until something else happened, but nothing else happened. Right. So they're all just kind of there, but like no one really wants to be there. And um Tyrone's another one of these people, except Tyrone is more just kind of like, listen, I'm just doing what I got to do to survive. This world's going to eat me up if I don't. So I'm, I just do what I do to survive. But they end up becoming friends because of it. They have a big fight and then they end up like patching up. And then we have the train track scene, which is so fucking good. He's trying to become. He a... leaves him at an airport. Oh, and yeah, then he leaves comes him back after maybe an hour, <laughs> maybe more, yeah. maybe more. And it's like, oh, you want to ride? And then they ride on a train track. Well, I kind of like the reason he picks him up. He picks him up because you're probably going to tell your uncle or like, you know, what's his name? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah. And I left you kind of feeling him out like, I might get fired for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of like that he went back because he was like, I'm legit might get fired. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But then, yeah, he tries to become a psychic blood brother. <laughs> and then that's when he yes. brings him on the fucking train tracks. Which is a funny scene. Oh, it's hilarious. They're in the car, and then all of a sudden the train's coming, and they can't get off the tracks, and the two of them are fucking shitting bricks, mm. and the train ends up passing them on the opposite track, and... Well, they thought they were going to die. Tyrone is sweating bullets, and he turns <laughs> to Albert, and he's like, I knew it was on the other track the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then passes out, and he yeah. faints. <laughs> It was a good scene. There was a lot of good one-liners in this. So yeah, then they find the violin, and Harold lays out basically like because the inspector dude tells them like the money goes, the cabs belong to Harold. Everyone works for DC Cab, mm. so the money for the violin is going to Harold. Mm. So Harold is like, listen, like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna split it. I'm gonna split everybody. it with everyone, but I'm asking you to reinvest in DC Cab. So the reward was like a hundred grand. Was it? I mean, like, I, pretty I never, much. I never, I never, I was there never clear on what but they the... made it seem like everybody was going to get 10 grand. I, and, and Myrna said it's like dealing with the eight idiots. So I'm assuming there's, it's split between eight people. So maybe it is a hundred grand. hundred grand. Eight of them Myrna, and them sense. two. So yeah. 10, 10 people. Cause at first I thought it was 10 grand between everyone. I was like, these dudes are hype over no, $1,000. No, 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 no. no, I knew no, no, it was each, 10 grand. Each got 10. Each got yeah. 10. That's yeah. what I assumed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so at first, they again the diner explodes. These guys are going nuts. Yeah. Bitch, give me my money. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. Blah, 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 blah. Also, there's like two different side stories going on. Well, no, you get the love interest. 
At when we get to the diner. Oh yes, there he, is a love interest. Yes, and the Emerald City dudes. Oh yes, they come in there busting balls. Every okay, day. so there's the Emerald City Cab Company, which is like the rival company, but like their cabs are nice. They have matching jackets. They have actual permits. Airport permits. That's a big yes. thing. Mm. These dudes can't pick up the the DC Cab Company can't pick up at the airport because they don't have the proper licenses for it. Um, the place is a shithole. Their cabs are shitty. Like mm-hmm. like I said, they're the scrappy underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um. So at first they're kind of like, nah, I'm going to take my money and go like, you know, this and that. And then uh, Harold tells them, come by my house tonight. I'll give you your, if you want your 10 grand, I'll give you your 10 grand. But I'm asking you to, to reinvest in, mm-hmm. in this and like, we'll all be partners basically. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, the wife is like, fuck no. Myrna's like, fuck, no. fuck all of y'all. Mm-hmm. She's just a salty. I'm taking the house. Pardon the French cunt the whole time. Oh, nice. she's awful. She's oh, a shitty person the whole time. Oh, you didn't give me a beer. Which, listen, I understand. If I'm parched, I, I want mean, to after be all these years, beer. I think she's just tired of a shit. Yeah, because you're spinning your wheels with this bullshit ass cab shit. Right, right, right. Come right, right, take right. my money and run. But at the same time, he's a numb vet. You know, just give him. The- oh, we didn't even touch on how uh, after the train thing. That's when Tyrone and Albert get held up. By the ski mask guy. Oh, ski mask guy. (laughs) And Albert, uh, uh, Tyrone's like, yo, just give him the money. Like, it's not worth it. And Albert's Albert's gonna be like, I'm crazy. Yeah, Albert drives back to DC Cab, and everyone's waiting there, and they kick the shit out of him. Again, I gotta give it to this movie. That scene went very Very real, Mm -hmm. because at the end, the dude ends up handing the cops beat the shit out of Tyrone. Right. (laughs) The the, the criminal is in the front seat, Tyrone's in the back seat. He hands the gun to Tyrone because he sees the beating that's coming his way, and... When he gets out of the cab, the cops are already there. They yeah, assume yeah. Tyrone's a bad guy. They start slapping him up. <laughs> Very real. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that scene so much because when Tyrone's in the back seat, he's like, no, no, please. He's like, no, no, please, please. And then he grabs a gun. He's like, come on, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, right away, he flips his script like he's a tough guy. It's so funny. Um, All right. But anyway, Myrna steals the money. The Harold's wife steals the money. Well, she steals the house. To it. She, she picks it up first. Yeah. She picks it up before he gets there. Yeah. She says, "I'm leaving your ass, and I'm taking everything." So they think all is lost. Everyone's ready to give up. Okay. Now, I, I don't. We don't know exactly how much Harold was going to ask everyone to reinvest in DC Cab. You I know? think it's about six thousand. Well, we know. We know that. <laughs> so at this point, Albert's like, "Hey, my dad left me in his will like seven grand." This. I'm, I'm rounding up, folks. It is like six thousand six hundred and fifty-three dollars or something. Three dollars. Uh, okay, there we go. Uh, and um, he puts up all of his savings, and they are literally able to do all of the things that Harold laid so out. They fix the place up. Hockenberry sock money. Yeah, we're able to paint the cars, get jackets made, Yo. get all of our licenses. get airport pass. <laughs> Fucking just turn this pussy out. Oh, and they wear, turn this place around. Ophelia's wearing a fucking rabbit coat. We're just lounging, luxury. Dell's got this sick ass speaker system in his cab now. Blowing just windows tips. out of the fucking that cab. Scene, that seems funny. But yeah, everyone's doing good. Mr. Mr. T got the golden grills. That's right. Oh, his, his car. car. Has a Rolls Royce front on a cab. Yes. Fucking Brilliant. dipped in gold. But mm. Tyrone chose to walk away. 
and we find him now dressed like Uncle Sam selling shit at the fucking at the nation's capital. He goes, buy this jug. Abraham Lincoln drank out of this jug and then freed Free the, the slaves. slaves. But then and what does he say? We ain't had a job since. We ain't had a job since. <laughs> <laughs> but he steals. Uh, Gary Busey finds him doing this, and he sees some celebrity and steals Gary Busey's cab. Well, it's the one he's well, been like talking up the whole movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, because they got one high budget B list fucking star. Was from she the a 80s. singer or an actress? I guess so. Um, but enough to where it's Tyrone's main love interest who randomly appears and he immediately steals a cab, <laughs> <laughs> takes him for a free ride, mm-hmm. and then keeps driving apparently. Yeah, because okay. then he disappears. Yeah, then he, he does come disappear. Back, he well, he's mentioned. He's mentioned now because, okay. I honestly thought like this was the end of the movie. For real, I was like, literally gonna. They say save that. the cab company. Yep. They turn shit around. Harold goes from Myrna, who wasn't bad looking, but a bitch, mm. to hot ass whatever her name is, mm-hmm. the dispatch chick. Ugh. Oh my god! Good like everybody him. wins. Goes everybody won. Wait, at this point. Harold is his girl. Harold is, says like I ended once once. Myrna leaves the, left the picture. This one moved in. Like he ended up with, yeah. with that chick. Wow, that went over my head. Every yeah. character, Good every Good character him, has indeed. had their. But arc. that was after. Yeah. That was point. after he found Myrna in bed with the fucking <laughs> yeah. oh. inspector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hack and inspector. Fucking threw his ass in the yep. pool. Yep, off a second story balcony. Yeah. But like at this, at this point in the movie, every single character hit an arc. Tyrone kind of got to meet the girl he's been talking about since the whole movie. Mr. T got his fucking suit with his flashy car. And his niece, Albert, became, became, Albert to... became an official <laughs> psychic blood brother. And he got his girl. Oh, and, and he got he Claudette. He went to the diner, gave him the chocolates, extra out on a proper yeah. date. Everyone has He just arc. started like inappropriately making out with a 14-year-old and then like <laughs> requested permission to make out with him. And it was fine. But, but Before Pete, the fingering started. But yeah. what Pete's saying is every character has arced. So here this, we are at the end of the movie. This is the end yes. of the movie. Bump, bump. But it's not. Nope. So now um, Albert has picked up Tyrone's old route and he's now driving these two um, maids to the ambassador's house. So he gets there and it's the same setup that we saw before. And it's almost like a fucking Matrix moment. You've got the the nun taking pictures randomly in front of this house. The kids are coming coming out to throw eggs. But. The nun is not a nun. She's part of a kidnapping crew. A van pulls up. The kids are grabbed. Albert tries to save the day. He follows, right? He follows them in the cab initially. Albert gets grabbed. He gets held by gunpoint. But they take his cab. Yes, they do. They hold him by gunpoint and make him drive. Right, that's right. There's two guards. Right. There's two guards with fucking machine guns. That's right. Yeah. So, um... So at this so point, no one was expecting a child abduction. No, no. no I thought that was <laughs> like a little point. throwaway Lobo scene in the shocked. beginning. Dude, yeah, I was happened, shocked, I just, man. T- this didn't need to happen, but all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were just like, all right, I guess we're here now. Yeah, this movie could have ended a good half hour before For it did. Seriously, yeah, not at all. Fine. No, there's this whole now thing of this kidnapping. So now Albert is kidnapped. The kidnappers make him make the call. So now the DC cab company is implicated in this kidnapping. They get shut down. But the reason they get shut down is funny because they're like, wow, you guys painted your cabs. You did this. You did that. Where'd all this yeah, money come from? a lot of from? money coming in yeah, from Albert, Albert who stole these kids. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Mm. Well, also, these kids are experienced kidnappies because they're, they say- They've been through it bat, twice before. Albert's freaking out, and they're like, how about you relax there, fella? Yeah. Yeah. Calm down there. We've been <laughs> kidnapped three times. Yeah. Third time. We're chilling. This is, it's fine. They'll diddle you a little bit. You'll get a cookie, then they send you home. Mm. Is that what happens? <laughs> 
um so the cab company gets shut down everyone's kind of like oh man like i guess that's it also were you getting the fat harry potter and hermione vibes from them no not not really really oh that was a a, little bit now that you say it yeah Yeah. Yeah. now that you say little playmates version of them for sure playmobiles yeah exactly um so um tyrone shows up and is like listen albert would help any one of us like we have to like rally together so like they don't really know where he is but a call comes in and the only person there to take it is crazy ass mr Mr. rhythm Rhythm. who like really can't even remember shit he goes there's a windmill there's a farmhouse and, and Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. No, and he's with Bruce Lee. He's with Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Lee. Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee died six years ago. Because <laughs> you know he's dead, right? That's what he told me. He's with Bruce Lee. Well, Bruce so they actually did. Yeah, so they start driving around like different teams. The team of Mr. T and the Barbarian Brothers is my personal favorite. Oh, they pull up so to good. a house and the name is <laughs> yeah, Bruce right. Lee. L-E-I-G-H. <laughs> How does he and, read it? And he goes, Mr. T, Mr. T goes, I told you Bruce Lee was here. And the guy goes, but this says Bruce Lake, and he goes, I told y'all fools the same school. <laughs> I love this is what happens. He goes, I told y'all fools the same school. This is what happens. <laughs> it's not even, that isn't even my favorite part. My favorite part is when they bust into the house. <laughs> yes. They destroy this house. <laughs> from three with, different with a angles. tire? A tire? Like, one of them has, like, a rim, I think. They break in from three and different angles. And they people are having wait, dinner. These people wait, are just straight They fully meant them to just barge in and be like, huh? But one of the barbarian brothers falls Not and so takes Mr. out T. everybody. Yeah. yeah. To where they have to get up and then awkwardly just, uh-huh. oh, sorry, and leave the house. <laughs> and they leave through the entrances that each of them came in, and Mr. T takes out the rest of the door yes. frame on his way out. Uh, dude, it's brilliant. It's some of the best slapstick comedy you could ever hope <laughs> so for. Absolutely. Because it was an accident. You knew watching yeah. it like none of that was When they fell over, that was so natural. That shit is great. Um, so <laughs> at this, they finally figure it out. Like he's at a farm behind... Um, Behind a uh, no, well, it, he knows behind that they're behind the, the airport. They're behind a driving. That's, that's why he's Bruce seeing Lee. Bruce Lee because they can see the windmill from the driving screen. <laughs> like Tyrone finds the projector, he goes, "There he is, the karate motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "I found that karate motherfucker." Um, he gets on the top of the projector. He's standing on top all of the way the screen because like, he's crazy. There it is. Gary Busey's eating some poor girl's popcorn. Oh, oh that's when we the get best line. One of the best lines. Oh yes, he goes. He, reach, <laughs> he reaches in and grabs his chick's popcorn. She gives him a look and wanders off. No, and, she gives him a shove. Yeah, so she shoves him. He, yeah. First of all, he's wearing three D glasses. Reaches <laughs> to some random chick, grabs her popcorn, and she freaks out. And he goes, "I don't know why all these women are so uptight. They got half the money and all the pussy." <laughs> <laughs> and he walks away, and I'm like, "That's a good line. That's a great line." <laughs> Gary Busey, his, his whole movie is like one liners, and he's saying conspiracy shit the whole movie, yeah. mm-hmm. which is yeah. funny. Everything's yeah. conspiracy. And then Bruce Lee. (laughs) His Bruce Lee conspiracy was he's not dead. He's actually frozen, and they're gonna throw him out out when the economy gets better. (laughs) When the economy gets worse, I think. He said when the economy gets better. Gets better, better, yeah. Uh, Conspiracy. When does the January sixth line happen? Oh, that's earlier. That already happened earlier. He goes real quick, guys. January eighth. January eighth. I don't work on January eighth. That's Elvis' birthday. And he does a whole Elvis dance, and everyone starts dancing. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah. So ultimately, they save the day, and everybody's together. Mr. Now, wait, wait, wait! Even this, they saved the kids. Yeah, 
and then proceed to have to chase down Albert in the van. Oh, right. Yeah, they they, they hold on. Oh. Even though they lose the kids who are valuable, they're this ambassador's children, they... Why do they want on. Albert? Yeah, he's why. Working. I think they were just in the motion of ah, oh, let's get out of here. Yeah, 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 Adam, yeah, yeah. You know, I think. So. Well, the kids even say, "You guys are the most inexperienced kidnappers we've ever dealt." What does with. he say to the one girl? Like, "You're a stupid bitch." Or something <laughs> like that. Oh yeah, says something. It's funny. Yeah, she does say something like that. It was good. <laughs> You're a pathetic bitch. Yes. Yes. Pathetic bitch. <laughs> like damn you know them kids were just having fun (laughs) they were like you're a pathetic bitch bye (laughs) yeah so they they kidnap albert and there's this whole chase yeah that's right. I and forgot about the chase. he's wearing his daddy's boots and his... Uh, oh, I could have dipped out the boots call that. Dan loves now. a good boot gag. <laughs> it was the same as fucking Holly Davidson and the Marlboro Man. But you didn't like the Point boot gag? Being taken away. <laughs> but you didn't like the boot gag and Tango and Cash? No, it was a boot gun. <laughs> Shum on Still now. a gag. So Albert saved. He proceeds to fuck that fourteen-year-old. Yep. Oh, stop! They were all of age. They have licenses. They well, have to does. at least be seven. Not he the does. girl working in the kitchen. Sure, she does her job. Who's Minimum grandmother? Her grandmother, who's like forty-five years old. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was poorly casted. <laughs> stop that. <laughs> it's just simple mathematics. Anyway. So then they all get back to DC and then there's a huge parade for them and everyone's oh, yeah, marching band right. for DC the Compton High School. Cardozo High School. No, in the credits it's the Compton High School oh, marching band. They were all <laughs> marching for the old DC. They had a DC song and everything. The yep. whole DC cab like Yo, full... they had their own song and like it sounded parade, a everything. lot like it was played through the whole movie. That yeah. sounded a lot like the never-ending story yes. song. Yeah. Well, I think that was the main the songstress. Yes, like that was her song. Yeah, yeah. The you know yeah. part I love when they go to the airport, and this is when they all have the jackets and they're all fancy. Oh, and the guy goes, "Let's see your uh, airport passes." And goes, "Here you go, Dick Tracy." <laughs> it's not like that. He says it because he has like this like slow like it's kind of a stupid voice. Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Check this out." Dick Tracy or something like that, bro. It is one of the funniest like delivered yes. lines in this yes. movie. Yes, I wanted. To, I I didn't want to forget along that along one. with the FBI line. Oh, where they, where they got the African. We forgot the about African, the eye patch. The bongo. FBI. The bongo guy's doctor suit. Yes. On his t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Walks in with the hairnet. We oh, forgot about the whole the fucking hospital. The hospital scene. Yeah. When oh, the Barbarian oh, Brothers shit. break the fucking uh the thing. What is that? The fire escape. And then they robbed the Emerald Camps. Oh, how so much shit happened in this movie. Mr. T's speech on the steps oh, of the Lincoln oh. Memorial. We, we jumped too far ahead. <laughs> no, no, we're done, but we're circling back oh, now. My, there's so many things where you're just like, excuse me? It's, it's fucking hilarious, yeah. though, dude. John Bernthal, the actor who has been shit on numerous times on this podcast. Because, ugh. Um, <laughs> recently said in an interview that this is his favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a true depiction of what DC was at the time. <laughs> I'm sure was. <laughs> <laughs> and having watched it, I am horrified. <laughs> I'm on board. I want to live in this. You town. had to be there. Process it was a different time. All right? Yeah, eighty three in DC. Watch out. Uh, this was a this was a fun movie. Um, the the bad of it. At an hour and forty minutes, I 
I felt like there were parts where I was like, okay, are we done? No, wait, this is two hours? It's no. An hour and f- it's 100 minutes. <laughs> hour and 40, uh, 40 minutes. Hours. It's an hour and 40. Okay. Um, it, that, that whole kidnapping storyline didn't need to happen. Nah. It didn't, but the fact that it took it there is part oh, of the I, psychosis of yeah, why no. this yeah, was enjoyable. Whole, yeah, that was crazy. It wow. just came out of nowhere. So random. It, it is came old. out of nowhere. Yeah. Like it, it, it should have been either the we're gonna fix the DC cab storyline or this crazy kidnapping we gotta save each other storyline. Yeah. For real. <coughs> All right. So let's start scores. Uh Peter, take it away. You never open scores. Yeah, no. All right. I did enjoy this movie. It it took me by surprise with how funny it was. Um the jokes were great. Yeah, it pushes limits, you know, which in eighty three probably was the least offensive comedy yeah. that came out for it the time. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And like I said, like at first you find Tyrone kind of cringy, but mm-hmm. I the way they tie it up, I, I actually really like it and I thought that was a really smart character. The racial commentary was like it was poignant. very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very good poignant. for the time. It was real. Yeah. It was yes. It and was this, if nothing time. else, I felt like as much as this is a wild comedy with crazy things happening, it is very real. So um, for all those reasons, uh, I will give this movie a six point seven five. I would have wow. given it a seven point five, except it I should have ended earlier for me. But I'm going to go six point seven five. All right, Lopes, take it away. All right. Uh, We've always been talking about like Police Academy and like comedies of that time. And I kind of knew going in, I hoped going in that this was going to be like that same kind of just like a little bit irreverent comedy, but still really, really good. Uh, And it was that. And it was just well, well, for an hour and 15 minutes, it was very well done. Very well done. And then the last 30 minutes kind of got off the rails. It was very unexpected where the story went. I didn't see it going there. Thought it was very unnecessary. But overall, I liked all the characters. I like their family dynamic. I like how they got together at the end, uh, even though they all believe in different things. And I'm going to give it a six. Prospect. <laughs> That's a, Okay. I'm not saying that this is a bad movie. Am I saying that it's six or 6.5? No. I was going to be very generous in giving it a five for me Let's personally. Um, I thought it was, it was entertaining. Sure. Mm-hmm. It, went places that you didn't see coming no where i had to be like okay fine it's interesting seeing an earlier joel schumacher movie yeah yes to see where the camp roots kind of start yes yes, yes, oh folks we're gonna be doing more of them soon you'll hear about it soon i'm so excited but i don't think it's like oh wow what what a film no No, but I do think everybody acts well in it. Even like the main dude, fucking the Baldwin fella, yeah, Adam Baldwin. Do you believe that he's just like some podunk? Harold kind of sucked, but yeah. yeah, he yeah, he was the weak link. Yeah, I, I liked Harold. Harold personally. was fine too. Yeah, I didn't mind. He was Harold. a sneaky link. Yeah, you believe that he was a nom vet with the kooky hair and the Grateful Dead. Myrna was a real salty cunt. Um, nice. Yeah, everybody was fine. Nice. Five, like yeah, enjoyable movie. I'll watch it again if it's on TV. But yeah, I'm not seeking Same. it out. I would recommend it to people. Yeah. Daniel. DC Cam. <laughs> what a film. Big Bob's Beepers. And my mom recommended this to me. Nice. My mom. Imagine her watching something like this. I'm shocked. Foul language, nudity. That... Uh, I give this movie, <laughs> I'm going to give this movie an eight. 
This movie, I fucking love this movie, dude. He has been talking to me. He has recommended this movie to me at least once every six months for the last five years. Would watch it. Would recommend it. This movie hits. Mm. Everybody should watch it. I have to say Yes. Especially the younger people. Mm. Fucking get out there and experience something. Yeah. I voted PP Pete, hoping Prospect would watch me write Pete no. and be like, oh, oh it's no, Pete's movie. It was, it was you or Wobo. And, and I, was, I was trying to do the homework cheating technique with you, like no. you would think. <laughs> Not at all. You know, what are you going to do? End of the day. Had to be you. Sorry, baby. All right, Dan. So this closes out your season three. Oh, I'm done. You are done, buddy. I don't have to do the show anymore. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next season. <laughs> yeah, I won't be here anymore, guys. Uh, your score for this movie is, uh, honestly, I think for me, this was my favorite of your movies of this season. And I did really like Frailty. Um But I really like this. What did he have this season? Let's run down the list. Dan's movies frailty? this season were Frailty, Pumping Iron, <laughs> Pain, Pain and Gain. gain. Buffalo 66 and DCK. Range. Yeah, this, range this being the best is legit. This is. Yeah. yeah this is mm. the best. This was my favorite. I agree. And I, I did. Uh, I liked Frailty, and I'm really glad we finally saw Pumping Iron. Yeah. yeah Pumping Iron was a big yes, one. Yes. I did I, not like Frailty at all. Um, Pumping Iron was fine, though. All right, Dan. Your final <laughs> score, pending our mean? votes on from the, the trailer episode, Give it is to me, baby. 75.2. Not bad. After Not five bad. movies. That's double my so, scores. Very uh, nice. Fun. Very nice. I am just ahead of you still at 83.69 after you four movies. movies? And I movie still have left. one oh, movie left. Crap. Just Lobo, give Star Trek a one. You'll be fine. You have... Uh, 54.45 after three movies. Okay. Uh, you have two left. Prospect, you have mm. one movie left, and you yes. have a score total of 33.3. I think with my last movie, I might... I think season one Prospect is beating you right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. I think with my last movie, I might make it to 40, maybe. <laughs> yes. Based on what we've been told... I'm, I'm 100% maybe. What do you Based have right on now? what we've been told, 33.3. Oh, I don't know. If Based on what we've been told, I might not make it to 40. I don't think he's making it. You ain't making it. All right, make it to 40. Votes. Uh, I'm going to say Romy and Michelle. I'm going to say Prospect gets closed out on this one. I'm also going to say Romy and Michelle. I'm going to say Dread. I'm going to vote something different. Lobo? Also, Uh, Star Trek and Three Kings are on the line. I'll go... I'll go Romeo and Michelle. Let me open it. I haven't opened one in a while. Can no, Pete was going to open it. Oh, yeah, Pete, you open it. Yeah, well, it was already <laughs> open, which kind of oh, yeah, gave Pete it looked at away. It. <laughs> it's nope. three kings. Oh, we roll over. Wow. Oh, this is a third week rollover. Thank wow. God. It might help me get out of this $28 deficit that I'm in. Psych. Uh, so, all right, folks, our next movie, Kloon Tang. Wahlburgers, Cubes, <laughs> Kings. Uh, our next movie is <laughs> Three Kings, George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube. Are there any uh, one word standouts is... in the back, Pete? There are like, none. There's no like incredible. No, two no thumbs down. Nothing. No one said that about this movie. <laughs> while high tech U.S. specialists fought career soldier Archie Gates, Mark Time. And, uh, oh, my the next God, movie is Three I'm Kings, and you know where to stick it. <laughs> I think we're